Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. This one's interesting, as they used to call it, the Monsters of the Midway. And when you think about the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears, a great rivalry for so long in the National Football League. Mitch Trubisky against Kirk Cousins. Who would ever thought that, right? Mitch Trubisky played lights out last week against Houston. Can he duplicate this against the Minnesota Vikings? Can Minnesota get back on track and continue to make a push toward a playoff uh, wild card appearance? FPI says 59%. Keyshawn Johnson says 100%. And welcome into Purple Daily. Zolgad, Mackie out today. Courtney Cronin of ESPN, who always joins us on uh, Friday and slash Saturday. Declan Goff producing. And that was Keyshawn Johnson, ESPN Radio, this morning talking about the uh, Vikings-Bears matchup on Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium. And, of course, guys, it is now time for our confidence, concern, and curiosity segment talking about a game that I'm guessing that we're all either uh, concerned or curious about one position in particular that could make or break this team on Sunday. I'm talking about the Vikings, and of course, um, Zim could be driven to absolute madness if Dan Bailey struggles again. All right, Courtney, let's start with you, and let's actually start with a positive here. Let's start with confidence. What are you most confident about for Vikings-Bears on Sunday, with as Keyshawn said, Mitch Trubisky back in the saddle and coming off a good game against Houston. Coming off a couple good games, too. Wait, yeah. can, and to clarify, who, who was he saying has a 59% chance to get into the playoffs, and he's saying it's 100%. He thinks the Vikings are going to get in? I, I think he maybe misinterpreted what the FPI was for the game instead of the playoff odds, I think is what he was probably okay. looking at. It was a hot Got take, it. okay? It's just a hot take. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, that's going to be... He's your coworker, Courtney. I, no, no, I'm just curious because I looked over the FBI rankings and they have never been above like 38% no. for this team this year. Um, My confidence is that this is going to be one of those Bears-Vikings games that comes down to the final possession, just like the, you know, the one that they played in Week 10 was the ugliest football game of the year. And they ended yeah. up pulling it out. Um, and it came down to the fourth quarter and Kirk leading a game winning drive. Obviously, that was after Akeem Hicks goes out, they score, they come back. I am confident that this will not be a boring game. And I know that it sounds kind of like a cop out and be like, why aren't you confident in the offensive line getting back together? Because I'm not. <laughs> and um, I'm not confident in anything much else. I just I'm confident that this is going to be one of those insane Bears Vikings games because everything's on the line. I don't care that it's week 15. Everything's on the line. 
in the two time and the, the couple times they've played these teams before, this team before at the end of the season, they've lost. Last year, no one cares. They already clinched the spot in the playoffs. It was uh, you know, Sean Mannion, I think. Yeah. It was Kirk consecutive streak started like all Judd, you didn't even watch the game. I definitely remember I you sat were in the back of the press. Yeah. You were watching the Packers. Packers like, Lions. It was Packers a far Lions. better game. It was a far <laughs> better game. It was the right call by me. I stand I by it. Rem- I definitely remember that. I was like, where's Sean? He's like, not next to me. <laughs> I checked out. I'm out. It was yeah, awful. Like, Sean Mannion was playing. Why would I want to watch Sean Mannion play when I'm came, watching the Packers? You came to the press box to watch Lions and Packers. He watched another game. Yeah. No, exactly. Just, it was for, the om- the just for the omelet bar. Just for the omelet bar. Let's say it was just for the omelet bar <laughs> and the halftime 100%. snack. Um. So that was that game, and obviously it didn't matter. But the game before that, when they went eight, seven, and one, because they had to beat the Bears in order to get into the playoffs in the final week of December in 2017. Yep. Um, that didn't go so well for them. So it, I, I really did like the intrigue with that game. We learned a lot about where the quarterback stood with everything, where the team stood with the quarterback, what was going to happen next year that this team was really transitioning into a run first offense. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of was the writing on the wall game for me and it foreshadowed a ton. So keep it interesting. This game's going to end up being, I think the, I picked it with Vikings, I think 28 bears, 26, um, so I, I have it coming down to a very close field, very close game, and maybe a field goal or two being the deciding factor. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, of course you do. How late? Late final possession. Okay, all right. They can't. They can't do anything easy. Make anything easy on us, the writers who are like, especially those of us who have to file at the gun. Yeah. Like <laughs> my my life, my my blood pressure is through the roof these last like two months transition words cronin ended. it's the key however meanwhile just keep just get, well and then in a surprise of course no one saw this coming <laughs> the vikings lost see the, right there then bang file 30 dash dash 30 uh, okay, Declan Goff, what is your uh, confidence in Sunday's game? Yeah, I, I'm confident this Mitch Trubisky experiment is is not turning a corner. Okay, I understand <laughs> he put up big numbers against Detroit. He put up big numbers against Houston. Those are both dumpster fires. I know the Vikings' defense isn't exactly world beaters like they've been in the past few seasons under Mike Zimmer, but I actually think Mike Mitch Trubisky is not going to have a very big day. Everyone's back on, on the Mitch bandwagon and on the score in 670, and everyone in Chicago now is back on it. No, 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 no. I'm not buying that Mitch Trubisky is back. The Vikings will take care of him. Will it be a blowout win for the Vikings? No. I'm, I'm more teeter-totting with Courtney. That's probably going to be a lot closer than it should be. It'll be an ugly football game, but I do not for a second buy that Mitch Trubisky is going to carve up the Vikings. Not for a second. I am most confident in, in the fact that restoring order to Zim's world, Dalvin Cook will have 25 or more touches, probably 30 touches. He'll catch the ball, you know, five or six times. He'll rush, to, despite the fact that the Bears actually in the game that Courtney talked about, the uh, Monday night game beat the hell out of Dalvin. He will still get 25 carries. Uh, Dalvin will be a key player because I think ultimately when Zim goes in to talk to Coobs and the boys, he can't help himself, Courtney, but to say, I got to have more Dalvin. Give me more. And they say, but but what about Justin Jefferson? What about Adam? What about Kirk? And he says, no, no, no. We're going to run the ball against the monsters of the midway. Damn it. I'm confident that order will be restored in Mike's world. And the one thing that Mike can control And I'm only partially joking here. The one thing that Mike can control is what? 
how many touches a guy like Dalvin gets. He can, can't control Bailey. He can't totally control the defense, but he can control that when he sees 33 take that ball and rumble through the line that he feels good. I'm confident in that. Yeah. Your biggest concern about, and there are plenty to choose from, Courtney Cronin, you start off. What's the biggest concern? I'm concerned, obviously, about the kicking game, but I'm concerned what's, are they going to even attempt it at all? Like, are they going to go for two every single time because Dan Mike Zimmer is so terrified of Dan Bailey? And if that happens, what does that do to Bailey's confidence? Because at some point you're going to need him probably to kick a 40-yard field goal. So I'm concerned about how is Zimmer going to handle it in the beginning of the game? Because to his credit last week, like, he trotted Bailey out there early. Like, I mean, obviously kick an extra point. You think that's automatic, but like for a couple field goals there in the first half, um, it wasn't until at the fourth quarter, third, fourth quarter, they're going for it on fourth and long four times, like to try to stay in the game. But I'm con- I'm cur- co- concerned mm-hmm. about what happens in the early part of the game. Does that destroy Bailey's confidence even more? Declan Goff, what concerns you the most about yeah, Sunday? I, I have a little bit of concerns with the offensive line going up against guys like Akeem Hicks. And I know Cleo Mack hasn't practiced yet for the Bears, so his status is still kind of a little bit up in the air for Sunday's game. But I, I, have a, I do have a good feeling this Bears defense is going to bounce back a little bit. All those Bears fans were whining that the defense was costing them games in the middle of the season, which is hilarious. I know that they haven't been exactly stout like they were in previous seasons. But if the offensive line uh, played any way like they did against Tampa Bay, it's going to be another very long day for the Vikings offense, and Kirk Cousins will be then frustrated on the sidelines. I don't think we'll get another shouting match with teammates or anything, but I do think Kirk is going to have some frustrations with uh, his offensive line trying to stop a very forceful Bears front. The Bears are weird. They're, they're a weird team. <laughs> I don't get them. Like, that, that Packers game that they played in primetime a few weeks back, the defense, like, quit. Like, they just quit. And now they're sort of back. I hope the whole team quit. Yeah, but then they're sort of back and they beat up on Houston, which is a bad team. It's weird. All right. My biggest concern is this. It appears almost certain that Eric Kendricks, the Vikings' outstanding middle linebacker, will not play for a third consecutive game. Eric Kendricks and Harrison Smith are probably the two pieces, Courtney, of this defense that you can't take out. And if you do, it's a big deal. Um... A guy like uh, like Davis is definitely trying hard, and I get all that, but he can't replace Kendricks. And, and I do think that the Bears are going to go after that by throwing to tight ends, probably. I do think that the Bears are going to try uh, to attack the fact that Kendricks, because of the calf, won't play. That is my concern, is that that is probably a piece of the Vikings defense that they can't afford to lose in a must-win game. And I'm not going to be surprised if Chicago exploits that uh, time and time again on Sunday. I agree curiosity about Sunday's game. Plenty to choose from here. What's going on with Mitch? Like, what's (laughs) what's been a turnaround? Like, he gets hurt, and then, like, all of a sudden, he's now, like, the savior, and everybody loves him again? Like, we all know this guy isn't on the team next year, so what does this mean for him? Like, is this his audition for 31 other teams? Like, is he going to end up being a starter somewhere? Like, my thing is, can he make plays from the pocket? Because we all know that he can, if he's you know, on his first read, second read, doesn't see it, he's going to tuck it and run. That's what he does. But, like, when the play breaks down, can he actually make a play from the pocket? Like, can, can you force him to stay in the pocket and, and make a play from there? Because I'm not entirely sure that that's, like, a thing with him that's consistent. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, this version of Mitch Trubisky, if this version of Mitch Trubisky beats the, beats the Vikings, what does that mean? 
And, and is Mitch now, is, is this the, That's where I'm at. Is this the Kirk deal where the pressure's sort of off? And so he's just like, hey, I can cut this loose. I can play football. This is fun. Like, what is this? But like Kirk does that at times. Kirk's like, well, expectations are gone now. People think I suck. I'm going to be good. Football. Hey, we're going to get back to the show in just a second, but a quick shout out to Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated is here to help business owners, and they've been uh, they've been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota for over 100 years during pandemic periods and non-pandemic periods. It really just helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. And remember, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. It's a very bizarre yeah, thing. No, it's, 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 new, it's a new play calling. Let's, let's just claim it as that. It's Matt Nagy trying to save his job. That's very true, too. All right, uh, Declan Goff, what is your curiosity about? I'm curious if uh, Alexander Madison and or Mike Boone or whoever the hell it is, Amir Abdullah, or even Kirk, uh, Kirk Vick, Cordell Cousins, whoever the hell you want to call them, if they can actually spell Dalvin <laughs> Cook and stop Dalvin from touching the ball 33 times a game. I'm curious if it can happen. I know Madison had his appendix taken out, so I got to imagine like playing a football game after you're two weeks removed from getting your stomach ripped open. I got to imagine that's going to be like painful oh. to get back in. So I'm curious if they're backup yeah. running backs and they can scheme up something not to have Dalvin touch 30, 30, 30 times a game. But when you're going into a matchup against the Bears, and even when they did play them the first time about six weeks ago on Monday Night Football, even if it didn't work, they still fed him the ball like 35 touches. So I'm just curious if Alexander Madison, whoever the hell it is, can at least take off some of that pressure from Dalvin Cook. Mike, it, it's a curious that's more of a concern, but I'm just curious how it actually plays out. There is no way that Cook does not... Touch the ball a ton. There is no, I, I mean, no, they're, he's, they're not he's healthy. You know, I, I agree with Judd on that. Like he's healthy. He's going to play. Yeah. And, and they yeah. don't, and, and their thing is, is by hook or by crook, they want to make the playoffs and they're at the point now where I don't think they care how they do it. Right. So, so like, mm-hmm. oh man, Dalvin Cook's beat to hell. Give him the ball again. My curiosity uh, stems from. How Zim reacted in his very short and what I would uh, call terse press conference with you guys on Wednesday, Courtney. And what I'm curious about is, does the team reflect the uptight nature of their coach? Because I've never seen a coach be uptight during a week and then it works well. Oh, man, that guy was wound so tight and it worked great. Um, I, I go back to when the I think it was two times that when I covered the Vikings and Brad Childress was head coach. And he was going to play the Patriots. I think it was two games. It was one here, one there. And I think it was playing Belichick made Childress so uptight. And like during the week, his answers would be super short. And it'd be like, dude, what's what's wrong with you? Like, okay, you're playing a tough team. I get that. But but I think the whole thing with facing Belichick altered his his mood and altered how he treated not just us, but also the players. And. In Zim's case, I don't think he has the ability to be uh, what basically comes off as a jerk to you guys and then turn that switch off and go into the players and be like, hey, guys, what's up? Let's play hard. Um, So I've never I've never covered in my time with watching Zim. I've never covered him and seen him be uptight and the team then reflects a great game. So I'm very Mm -hmm. curious to see how the Vikings come out. Do, Do they come out like sort of loose and do they play a good game or are they tight? And the other 
problem, yeah. Courtney, that I will tell you that I see here is this. I don't think they have the veteran in the locker room to diffuse the coach's demeanor. And by that, if yeah. if Zim comes in and he is uptight, he's like, you know, we did not, you know, Tampa Bay, and you guys got to remember, Kirk mm-hmm. would be the ideal guy to st- stand up and say, bleep him, I got this, no worries, right? But that's not yeah. Kirk. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really curious to see from from a demeanor standpoint how this team reacts to a must-win with a head coach who I think has spent the entire week concerned about his kicker, his quarterback, and probably conveys that concern to his players who don't need that. That makes sense? Yeah, of course. No, I mean, that would be, could be a Dalvin Cook. I mean, that that to me is like the first person I'd think of as somebody, the rallying cry type player. But I don't know. I mean... You're right, though. Like, a lot of times, like, your body language as a head coach, your demeanor as a head coach, that rubs off on your players. And, you know, if you're tight, they might be tight. It's like being around a dog. If you're scared, the dog's going to be scared. That's, that's, so. that's exactly right. Like, that. that's an incredible thing to say, but that is exactly right. Like, the, the, players, <laughs> the players sense how the leaders of the team feel. And, yes, and they can't, and they, the Vikings are everywhere. And Kirk doesn't, and this is, and I'm not faulting Kirk because it's a personality thing. So I'm not uh, drawing blame here on Kirk, but Kirk doesn't have the ability, I don't think, when Zimmer leaves the room to stand up and say, you know what, screw him. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, what you I, need I a player to say. So, okay, that's, yeah, I don't think that's his demeanor at all. That's confidence, concern, curiosity here on Purple Daily. Uh, Phil was out today, so it was Courtney Cronin of ESPN, Declan Goff producing, as always, doing a great job. And Zolga, don't forget that we will have Viking Ventline immediately after the uh, Vikings-Bears game on Sunday where you can react to whatever goes right or goes wrong in that game. Purple Daily, we will talk to you soon. Thanks.